Before we start, we want to make note that this program does not express the views and opinions of Vidgul, its parent company Genthany Enterprises Inc., and its employees, affiliates, licensors, and agents. So, if you have a problem, don't blame it on me! You are watching Vidgul. The naming of cats is a difficult matter. You may think it's one of your everyday games. I kind of forgot the lyrics, but you may think that I'm as mad as a hatter when I tell you a cat must have three different names. First of all, there's the name that the family used daily, and there's the convention that is known as the Wicked Fair, Alice in Wonderland themed. And then there happens to be my co-host named Freddy, and he's not a cat, so he only has just one name. Good morning, everybody. We are having a wonderful Saturday. We uh, had a little bit of a late start because we had breakfast, which was delicious, and uh, we did makeup, and we're having a good time, aren't we? Yeah, so you see my makeup is very lovely. Special. I, I took, yes. I spent many an hour this morning putting my face on. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> I only spent two minutes on mine. You look amazing. Thank you very much. This I is love just it. it's really awesome. Thank you. I was just having fun because uh, I'm in such a cat's kick and then I felt, you know, what a great opportunity to go and do the Cheshire cat but do something different and uh, though it's hard to see I actually hid a lot of the quotes that he said into this. So um, that worked and it's been kind of fun. It's been going over pretty well. And then there've been a lot of really interesting costumes today. Yesterday yes. there were a ton, but especially today, it's unbelievable. Well, so Saturday is the it always we got the best in everybody. I agree. It's Best day at the con, because you know, it's the only day, it's all day. So exactly. everyone has the best going on, everyone's going around having fun, and mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff going on today that we're going to try and get to. Yeah, like, I mean, Ego Likeness is playing, and then of course we have Voltaire, because it basically is Voltaire Con. Yes, the Inquisition's with Voltaire. Inquisition with Voltaire. I'm a little bit frightened of this, but I kind of feel this is a necessary <laughs> thing to attend. And of course, he always has some interesting surprises at every show he does, so I'm looking forward to seeing so what I'm, he is. I'm kind of wondering what the Inquisitions with Voltaire will be. I don't know. I have a feeling it will be quite wicked. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Nobody, 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 nobody. But then also, we have our theme. So, yes. Wicked Wonderland. There have been some interesting characters. I went and I saw the walrus before. He was quite fantastic. And there's Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Yes, I saw them walking around before. Alice, the Mad Hatter, the White Rabbit, the March Hare. And, um, well, there's me. Of course. Mm -hmm. Amazing. I'm having fun today. Yes. I'm really having a good time. It's been awesome so far. Yes, and then we're running around and meeting some new people. Um, I've made some new friends, and uh, which has been great, and tomorrow I'm going to be doing Torchwood as a little part of a group. Okay. And that wasn't something that was going to happen, but <laughs> I went and I ran into Jack Harkness yesterday, which was quite fun. He was a very delightful fellow. That's good. Mm -hmm. So, besides Voltaire and Eagle Likeness, uh, we're going to find out who else is here. We're going to talk to more people and interview some more con-goers. So, stay tuned to the Wicked Fair. From Wicked Fair, this is the con-goer, out and about. Good morning, everybody. Or is it good afternoon? It's kind of hard to tell time this time. But Alice, is that you? Yes, it is. Alice, you look a little bit lost. Do I? A little bit. Now tell me, how are you enjoying your Wicked Fair so far? Well, this is my first Wicked Fair, so it is very lovely. I think it's a little bit appropriate that it would be Alice's first time. Yes. <laughs> 
I'm sorry, that was absolutely terrible of me. Um, what do you think has been like your most exciting thing so far? Have you seen any particular costumes or an event or is anything like really memorable at this point even though there's still a ton of activity to go? Definitely meeting all of the people that are here, dressed up in costumes and just having a good time. You know, I feel really comfortable being around people like this, so it's that's definitely my favorite part, getting to meet new people and you know, experiencing this whole new situation. What are you looking forward to the most out of activities yet to come? Well, the Voltaire concert is tonight. I'm very excited about that. Um, I guess just having my picture taken more, because I like having my picture taken. It happens. Um, yes, it happens. It happens. Um, I'm not really sure what else is going on, but, you know, I'm sure whatever I find, it'll be just lovely. I think so. Are you excited about the tea? Yes, I am. I'm very excited about the tea. I want to go drink tea. Maybe we should go and drink tea. Yes, we should. All right. Freddie, we are going back to you because Alice and me are going to have a cup of tea. Thanks, Mia. It's Freddie here, and I'm with... Lenati. So, it's your first time coming to Wicked? No, this is my second year. So, how do you enjoy like the themes that uh, each year? I think they're pretty interesting, and I've seen some really great costumes. Um, I thought I'd try one this year. It's really great. Uh, did you make it yourself? Yes, I did. How long did it take you? Uh, a couple weeks on and off. I had some delays just trying to figure out how to make it, and uh, I worked it out, though. So what's it actually like, made out of? Mostly chicken wire and duct tape and polar fleece. So how did you hear about Wicked Fair? I had friends who were going who've attended here before, and uh, last year they're like, it's a really great event, you want to go to it? So I said, sure, I'll give that a shot. You looking forward for anything uh, the rest of the mention? Um, sorry, I didn't quite catch that. Are you looking forward to anything coming up? Yeah, there's a, a panel on right now I want to go see. I have uh, somebody who's supposed to be on it at the uh, Steamport Room. Um, other than that, there's some musicians I'd like to see who are playing and just generally see what else is out there. Uh, there's so much going on here. Some of it's a little more than I want to see, and uh, I'll find something else to do during those times. All right, well, if you're, you're in a rush, we'll let you go. Thank you very much for the time. Thank you. And, um, yeah, let's go back to you. Hello, everybody. It seems that I keep running into a ton of friends here. Right now, I went and I ran into Streiser, and okay, maybe I did the makeup, so maybe I'm a little bit proud of that. But otherwise, I have to go and say, you look absolutely fantastic. Thank you. Um, what really, like, just brought you for Wicked Fair this year? I know that you've been an attendee, but it's always the hardest question to ask. What sort of draws you here? I always come. <laughs> That's the best answer ever. And this is a new, oh my goodness, it was the famous Jeff Mock. We must all salute him. No one else saluted him, but I did it in their stead. Maybe we're all a little bit mad here. Perhaps. Now, are you doing an original character? Or are you just dressing up EGL or what? Dressing up. Dressing up? Oh, very fun, very fun. I like the wig too. Thank you. It's very excellent. Now, um, what are you looking forward to the most out of the convention, out of things to come? This convention? Mm-hmm. Uh, Eagle Likeness tonight. Yes, yes. <laughs> now, that was a treat last, um, last year when they had Eagle Likeness. Had you heard them before? That's since last year. Well, last year was my first time. 
Mm -hmm. That was the same with me. I had never heard them before, but I thought they were fantastic. I'm very much looking forward to them. Uh, it just seems like a good time. And um, out of things that you've seen, what do you think has been the most interesting costume you've seen? There's a bunch of interesting ones. Are there any that are memorable and standing out? All of yours. Ah, <laughs> I swear I didn't pay, say. Maybe a little bit, no. Oh, well, that's absolutely fantastic. And um, also, you do photography, Megan too. Looks, yes, I do. Megan looks amazing, too. Excellent. So. Megan is our Alice, and we sort of have our little group together. And um, also, in terms, you do a lot of photography. Have you been able to go and have a lot of opportunities to shoot? Yes. Oh, fantastic. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to interview with us. We're going to have a fantastic rest of the convention. I hope so. All right, thanks, Mia. I'm back, and I'm here inside one of the many dealers rooms scattered throughout the uh, Wicked Fair, and I'm with Jerry Hartung of Pendragon Chainmail. And just you made all made all the stuff here. So how long, like, typically, does like a small item to a large item take to make? Choker, I can have an, one of the chokers. I can probably get down in under an hour. The full shirt, I've got about 15 hours in making the shirt. Um, lovely outfit like Arcadia. Come here. Lovely outfit like this. I've got about 20 hours in the whole outfit. It's handmade, custom fit by me. It's a labor of love. So, did one day you just look at it and say, hey, I could make stuff out of chainmail? Was in a live combat group called Dagger Hair at a Renaissance fair in Cleveland. Had about 50 bucks extra and went, hey, I want to get some armor. How much for the chainmail shirt? And the guy's like, oh, $1,000. I'm like, you're kidding. Well, how much for you to teach me how to do it? 500, you couldn't do it on your own. I couldn't. So I taught myself, but two years later, put the guy out of business. <laughs> and the shirt he was charging $1,000 for is far simpler than the shirt I'm charging $350 for. I hand make all my stuff. Anything I make, I guarantee for life. If you can break it, I'll fix it. If you can think it, I can link it. So what's one of the weirdest things you've ever actually had to make? Chainmail G-string for a six foot four 485 pound man who came up and was like, how much for a chainmail G-string? And I'm like, looking at him going, 300 bucks, thinking, say a high number. He won't want it. He pulled out $300 bills and handed it to me. And part of me is going, yes, big sale. The other part's like, oh God, no, I got to make it. Made it. He put it on and wore it around the fair. It was just one of those, oh God. Okay, cool. Hey. It, it, it was one of those. It's one of those moments that you went. Oh, yeah. And it was probably $50 for the work and $250 because, well, it's still ingrained in my brain. I can't make the picture go away. <laughs> so, have you ever have you been to Wicked Fair before? This is my first Wicked Fair. How are you enjoying it so far? Oh, yeah, real good. They had Repo the Genetic Opera last night. Real good shadow cast. Apparently they've got Rocky Horror shadow cast going yes, on tonight. tonight at 1230. Um, Everything should be going until about 3 in the morning. Um, everybody I've seen who's come through have just been amazed at how much stuff there is. So many places. Somebody turns a corner and finds something totally new. Um, it's been really good. The, uh, the Pitbull Rescue out there has been doing really well. A lot of people going there. Several different charity things going on. Um, just about everything you can imagine vendor-wise is here. And some things you just don't want to imagine. Um, it's been a lot, a lot of steampunk stuff, yeah. a lot of really good leather work. Um, it's, it's a really good fair. Yeah, you think about coming back? Oh, definitely. 
And compared to a lot of the other events like this, the 40 bucks for the weekend, oh my oh, yeah. god, oh yeah. There's so many people coming through the door that have more money to spend at the vendors because it didn't cost them as much to get in. It's a higher price than you come yeah. in. It's, yeah. you know, oh, we got a lot more people coming through going, wow, ooh, that's neat. And I'm able to surprise a few people here and there because I do a couple of unique things like the chainmail whip. It's metal and loud. It's fun. Yeah. All right, so I want to thank you very much for your time. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Mia, let's go back to you. Yo, 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 this is DJ Cheshire Cat in the His House tonight, otherwise known as Wicked Fair number five, and I am chilling here with the Jabberwocky. How are you doing today? Oh, quite well. Oh, fantastic. Now, I'm just amazed at your costume. How? That's just amazing. Actually, if you go and you look at the mask work, it's fantastic. What did you do with your costume? How? What is it made out of everything? Just tell me about it. Well, all these things that people keep confusing for duct tape is actually a substance called Wonderflex. It's a heat moldable plastic compound with uh, cross-thatching on it, which you can cut it into any shape, heat it up, mold it, let it dry, and it becomes quite solid. You made the claws out of this and most of the mask. Oh, that's fantastic. And then you're just using like a wet PVC vinyl or something yeah, for well, the rest? The, the suits, um, a, Zentai, um, a PVC Zentai suit that I ordered from eBay. Um, and uh, all the black parts are actually latex that I uh, created myself, um, uh, latex sheeting and glue. Excellent. Yeah. I'm really digging also like the World War II fighter pilot like yeah. goggles. That's a really fun touch. Yeah. Now, before you were telling me that you decided to go and do something special with your version of Jabberwocky and kind of do a little bit of a hybrid, would you yeah. like to talk about that? Um, well, I was inspired by the original lithograph from the uh, Lewis Carroll book, but also um, I drew inspiration from the American McGee's game, uh, the you know American McGee's Alice. Um, the Jabberwock actually being a um, uh, boss uh, in one of the uh, final levels has uh, more of a clockwork cyborg so I figured it would fit the uh, kind of steampunk theme for this. That's uh, where the wings came in. Those are absolutely fantastic too and it's kind of good. Actually if you turn to the side too then you can go and get a look and then there's the tail that's standing out. I absolutely think it's fantastic. And then also I'm really digging the demonia boots because I used to have the exact same pair which is fantastic. Now um, Pretty uh, monstrous height. Yes, exactly, which is fantastic. Now, here, uh, another question. How many Wicked Fairs have you attended so far? Uh, three, actually. Three. Did you, like, do three consecutive years or mm -hmm. taking a break? Yeah, three consecutive years. What brought you to Wicked Fair in the first place? Uh, my friends who uh, do a lot of run fairs, they said that, um, you know, we should come out and check it out. So, it's a really fun thing. And yeah, so oh, my God, it's Jeff Mock. Ah. Everyone salute the infamous Jeff Mock. Ah. Salute. Uh, talk about one of the nicest people who could run a convention yeah. or a fair out there. Um, now, what would you say is your most sort of memorable moment out of this Wicked Fair? I know that sometimes there are a lot of memorable moments. Um, well, when I was dressed in my uh, steampunk attire earlier, uh, one of the uh, local, um, one of the local uh, what do you call it, um, sideshow people actually had an old bicycle, one of those with the giant wheel and a little wheel on the back, and had me ride it around the lobby. <laughs> That's fan you must have had so much fun with that. Oh, it, was, it was great. <laughs> That's fantastic. Ah, oh, jeez. And um, is there any sort of thing that you're looking forward to with the rest of the fair? Or are you just having fun? Oh, just having a great time, you know, just having fun and just, you know, a little distraction from the uh, everyday, uh, you know, the everyday grind. Exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for speaking with us. We really oh, appreciate welcome. it. Everyone, it's Congoer. Alright, I am assuming you want a car. <laughs> All right, thanks, Mia, and I'm back here, and I am with... 
Marnin Lebo Kozer. And you have a very interesting looking uh, object in front of you. But, uh, can you tell us what this is? This is a theremin. Uh, that's T-H-E-R-E-M-I-N, for those of you following along in internet land. Um, it's, it's an early electronic instrument um, developed by Leon Theremin, um, I believe back in the 1930s or so. Um, Leon Theremin was a very interesting character. Um, he was kind of a scientist who basically discovered um, proximity sensing and the musical possibilities of it by accident and had a whole studio in New York um, full, um, full of musicians and dancers. Um, he was um, building, building instruments and going like gangbusters and doing some really fascinating stuff until, well, he, he was Russian and the Soviets um, at some point um, decided to take him back to Russia and have it work for them, so he disappeared kind of overnight. Um, and was, wasn't found again until the 90s. Um, but in any case, this instrument um, works um, on a proximity sensing principle. Um, now, I should say, this is not a 1930s theremin. It's built with um, modern solid-state electronics, but the, but the principle is still the same. Um, turn it on here. Um, the two antennae here work... Um, the left one controls volume, so the, okay. the, the farther my hand gets away from it, the louder the pitch, or the louder the sound. And the right hand antenna controls pitch, so the closer my hand gets to that, the higher. And let me turn the volume up a bit here. That should help. Um, so, you've heard this in every 1950s horror film, doing... <laughs> Spooky noises of this sort. But if you're good, which I'm not, you can also play music on it. Um, the... There, um, the... Best-known theremin player is probably a lady named Clara Rockmore, who um, started as a, as a very young woman studying with theremin back in the 1930s, and had quite a concert career going. Um, she she played transcriptions of violin and um, violin music and and and, and classical songs. Um, there's there, um, there's recently been a kind of an explosion of interest in the in the theremin, thanks in part to the internet and part to a documentary film called Theremin and Electronic Odyssey that was recently made about about Leon Theremin and about the instrument. Um, so there are actually a, there are actually a bunch of, of of very good classical theremin players out there, and a lot of them are also playing experimental music of one sort or another. Um, there's um, you know there there are a couple of big um, big names who whose who, who's stuff is all over YouTube, uh, like Pamelia Kirsten and. Thomas Grillo. Um, there's also um, a fellow named Jason Smelzer in um, Scranton, Pennsylvania, who plays experimental music and Middle Eastern music, and he's, he's the only person I know of who actually plays two theremins at once. Um, yeah. So how much does one usually run about? Um, you can um, you can get. The, you can get this model, which is the Moog Etherwave standard. Yes, that's Moog as in Moog synthesizer. Bob Moog actually got his start building theremins. Um, you, um, but yeah, Moog Music is still making them. 
Um, you can um, you can get there. There's I think run in the three hundreds. Um, there are um, there, there's there's a fellow named Burns about whom I've heard good things. Um, he builds slightly cheaper instruments. Uh, you can get if you just want to make spooky noises. You can get single antenna theremins that only have the pitch antenna. Uh, you know you can't do any shaping or articulation, so it's not great for playing music, but. Um, the, the most interesting use I've seen of one of those was from um, in the band Angel Spit. They had a rack-mounted theremin, um, kind of this, this, the antenna, um, single antenna, came out horizontally from the rack, and they were using it to control a vocoder. Uh, yeah, it was it, it was it, it was fascinating. Um, but you you can do all you, you can do all sorts of these with these all sorts of things with these things. Um, there's a fellow out of Missouri named Kevin Kissinger who's been experimenting with live looping, which is something I also plan to do. Uh, this is this is very much a new toy for me. I've, yeah. I've, I've had it like six months. All right. Well, thank you very much for your time. Well, thank you. And let's get back to playing. Uh, and uh, we're gonna head downstairs for the wrap up. So Mia, I'm yeah. gonna meet you down there. Welcome to the big show. And it seems like we're wrapping up for the night. Uh, there's a lot of concerts that are going to be going on. Eagle Likeness is going to go on. Voltaire, we're very much looking forward to them. But it's going a little bit past my bedtime. I'm not sure really if the Cheshire Cat has a bedtime, but I've decided I need one because, well, I'm tired. But I'm having such a good time other than that. Uh, let me see. We, I've been able to go and meet lots of fantastic people. I've had great interviews. I've had the pleasure of being able to go and, and dance around. And oh, Hey, Freddie, what's up? What's going on? Nothing. I was, I was just doing the wrap-up for today. Oh, and you didn't invite me, I see. Well... You've been a bad kitty. Maybe a little bit of a bad kitty, but you see... It was going past my bedtime. My invisible watch says it's only about 10 o'clock. Oh. Um... Well, I don't suppose you would think that a good reason would be me running off with the Mad Hatter? for some nefarious activity that cannot be discussed on public radio. Radio? <laughs> Podcast. Okay. I'll buy video it. killed the radio star. And then the podcast killed the video star. It really did, because think about it. You can go and watch your vidgal anywhere. I was not paid to say that. <laughs> so how have you been thinking about today for Wicked? I thought it was fun. I got to talk to some few uh, really nice people. Uh, talked to Terrence a little bit. I actually got his uh, comic. I bought him. Uh, the three ones that are out now. I didn't get a chance to read them yet. So tonight, before I, I go to sleep, I'm going to read those, hopefully. So I have something else to talk to him about tomorrow, besides just more repo questions, which is probably heard over and over and over. So I'm going to try to have more questions for him concerning other stuff, his other work. So overall, I thought today was really, really fun. I always enjoy coming to Wicked. It's, it's, it's a much better crowd, and I think people here have a general higher IQ level than most other conventions we go to because- It's not really a drama con. It's really not a drama con. Pretty much everybody gets along. There's no fighting. And, along. and it's not that. It's that we haven't had a single person walk in front of this camera. Setsukan, we're looking at you. Right now. Oh, let's get another shout out to our bodyguards. He's fired. He's fired. We are firing the boss of Vidgal right now. 
He went and he walked in front. That is unacceptable behavior. Unacceptable. But actually, there was something fun. There was um, one of the animal groups here. They, um, in terms of charity, uh, they went and they asked if I could go and join this competition for the best Alice in Wonderland character. And the winner would basically be the person who could find the most donations. I got more than $175 of donation in under 15 minutes. And that was from me going and getting the wonderful suggestion from my escort of going to the bar and asking the people in the bar. I thought that was a brilliant what idea. Charity, what was the charity for? Um, the charity, it's actually this one where they're talking about spaying and neutering um, uh, feral cats and dogs. Oh, the and then they go and they release it. Yes, yes. And then, I, in a way, that's great because the population's getting so large. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's really bad for them as well if they're out there. Uh, a lot of stuff, it's, it's actually pretty common about where I live. There's a lot of feral cats out there. and. Burger is actually really good. I mean, it does sound mean in a way, but another way it's completely logical to think about it because if you have too many stray cats that keep breeding and reproducing, and eventually there's just going to be a shortage on food supply, and yeah. you don't want them eating each other. Yeah. It's a no-no. No. Don't want that. No. But all in all, I think I'm, uh, I'm going to go try and check out Eagle Likeness tonight and Voltar. Mr. Voltaire. Wicked Fair, I also call VoltaireCon. I think a lot of other people do too. Yeah. He, he's always strutting around here, just, just having a good time. No, goodness. Trying to find coffee. Goodness, and, and, and we have our catchphrase now. That's right, we do. Yes, uh, can I do it? Yes, go ahead. Okay. In the event of a volcano, duck and cover. Oh, it's welcome to the world of tomorrow. No. I, that was Setsukon, the one you're doing. That that's ignorance. You're, you're being ignorant. That's that's ignorance. I can't do this podcast anymore. I'm going. That that's ignorance. But wait, wait, Mia. Ah, here it goes. our Wicked Fair coverage, log on to thisisthecon.com. Want to get our videos without visiting our website? Then subscribe to the VidGold podcast on iTunes. Simply click on the iTunes button below or launch the iTunes store on iTunes and search for VidGold. That's V-I-D-G-L-E. V-I-D-G-L-E.